to the revolution will be harmonized i'm cameron lavi jones from king young but <laughs> with jaden grayson and stay safe not and we're talking about black motherfucking joy part two i don't even think she can cut that clap out it was right over <laughs> but it's all good just leave it it's fine and we back to the podcast as a time marker this time uh, what's like, up y'all how's everybody doing you know i'm <laughs> feeling it i'm well, really feeling there, it i'm out of it for a moment there, I thought you were talking to the audience, and I was like, this ain't live. But she didn't know if you were supposed to say something like, like, Jay, homie, like, 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 it's oh. not, it's not. Every single one of our podcasts starts off this way. Uh, Come on, that's, that's life. I love it's in, it. It's engaging. I personally love it. Gets the people going. Did you All clap right. again? Are we, are we doing <laughs> I, I, No, I clapped to, like, get my momentum going. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Right, we are Find your rhythm, my brother. We're drained and all that. We don't want to talk about like super serious and, and crazy things right now. So we're going to talk about Black Joy. But first, we're going to wish a happy birthday to, to Dr. <laughs> Martin Luther King, King Jr. Jr. Yeah, anybody wow. want to say some words on MLK? Yeah. Um. Wow. What an amazing and radical brother. And I think... Too often, I said this on the radio show, but now we can do the unedited version where we say the N word. <laughs> Not rated. But you know what I'm saying? Um, Martin Luther King, Dr. King, was a very radical brother, and people try and sanitize his legacy. They try and like whitewash it or neutralize it, um, and it really was not. And so, as you know, by the time y'all are hearing this, it will have passed. So please think back. Like, was I? One of those people who just posted one of the quotes and like watered down really the messaging and who the messaging was for and what the messaging was about because he was very had strong stances on black people, black liberation. Um, and uh, he's he's given to us in history. And you have to ask yourself why, because of how many uh individuals within the black movement, within the civil rights party, mm-hmm. etc., were kept from our our general education and our our understanding it's because the way that he spoke the fact that he showed such unbelievable grace when dealing with such clear violence with such clear attacks um they wanted to use that the oppressor used that as a way to kind of neutralize the argument you know no more radical uh, we obviously look at Malcolm X a little bit differently he was more on the side of like by any means necessary um but Martin Luther King was not all that different uh, really. They just tried to paint him like he was. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's super inappropriate to do that. So uplift uh, and properly use, please don't, you know, misconstrue the narrative uh, for your own. Uh, and and I think that's important. That's like the one day we're also getting to the one month where like you'll see racists and super far extremist right wing people start tossing out MLK quotes. But it's like, y'all don't really want the tea. 
Y'all don't really want to talk about the that context some, of that conversation. I'm so tired of MLK quotes coming up when I'm talking with somebody online yeah. too about black oh, liberation. My. Yeah, uh, holy don't fuck. Do that. Why is that the go-to hotkey? Because why it's you got, all they were given. Yeah. You know? Like they were given that and then Malcolm and like, X and Malcolm X was like, this guy was like a George terrorist, Washington Carver. This guy was love and God. Yeah. <laughs> like, and George Washington Carver. Those are the three people they were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the master of peanut the butter. Master, yep. So I guess just the general real message being like properly honor those that are within this this legacy, within this movement, within this continued effort, this mm-hmm. human effort, properly um, remember them because mm-hmm. it's such a disgrace and dismissive to the reality, to the weight, to what their words did for the people who they were for um, and how it carries them to this day mm-hmm. in their ability to be graceful and also be aware of what's happening in this country. So it is also absolutely critical that the way that you properly honor Dr. King is by taking action. It's not just by hitting command pace when you're talking through how to support liberation or put hashtag black lives matter at the end of your post or something like that. It looks like, how are you looking at what assets, what community involvement you have, what ways you can continue that legacy, not just continue to watch that legacy is an important difference. Um, mm. Yeah. Happy birthday, Doc. Happy birthday. All right. Yeah. So we're going to get to the to the black joy part of it. To the meat. Yes. So to the. <laughs> All right. So we're going to talk about uh, manifestations, dreams and goals and everything for 2021 that everybody's looking forward to trying to accomplish, you know, writing down, speaking out loud. Pretty much what uh, what you foresee for yourself in 2021. Uh, Jay, you want to start us off? Oh, yeah, yeah I got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In 2021, I would really like to see a more um, centered, calm, invigorated about the things that matter, but not so concerned with all of the things, uh, version of myself. Mm. And I would really like to see empowerment in the spaces where I'm lacking, you know, addressing, being accountable and being reflective, um, working through, working through the things that keep me from consistency and working through the things that keep me from feeling like I have a sense for the day to day. You know, I know we're in COVID and time is kind of in this vacuum and things feel weird, but I, I really want to see myself. I don't place. I know I love when people manifest and they're like specifics. I think that's so cool, but I'm a Virgo. So I'll go way too (laughs) far. Like with those specifics as we've, we've noticed. And on May 3rd, I will drink six glasses (laughs) of water with no ice and six slices of lime. Exactly. So here's where that accountability comes into play. I recognize about that about myself and it actually hinders me. So Mm -hmm. I have to be accountable for that. And it's letting go, letting go of the control, letting go of the need to make sure that things are right. Uh, You know, letting go of the sentiments that come with always trying to be on the right side of things and base yourself in like, I, I'll always be based in good because that's just who I am. That's like my spirit. I'm not really interested in um, changing anything about that, but but letting that be reflective in my in my world, in my community, in the way that I see people showing up for me and the way that I show up for them, 
really um, more liberation for community, having more time to be a present mother, having more time to be a present person for myself and my personal relationships for my family. Um, And, and being creative, I really see for myself like a visual project, maybe some um, recording of music. And we're going to do that. Uh Yeah, absolutely. And, and just, like ease up kiddo I'm real hard on myself so this year I'm kind of not I'm intentionally not letting myself create this crazy schedule and this crazy plan I'm forcing myself to be like you gonna see where the wind takes you and you're certainly not gonna turn on a fan beforehand like I'm not gonna force myself in any one direction I'm gonna open up um that takes a lot of courage Jay oh lord and I'm proud of you that (laughs) that's on your I'm proud of you that, no, real talk. I'm proud of you that that's, you know, on the things that you want to manifest for yourself because there's so much of this relating to black joy that unfortunately is a lot of out of our control. Um, but I think it's uh, such a powerful thing of like when you recognize the things that you do have control over. So like, yeah, let's let's cook. Yeah, we're going to cook. So. Yeah, we're going mm-hmm. to get to cooking. Uh, for me in 2021, uh, I want to learn how to be a better better educator. I just graduated. I feel like I've I have that institutional uh, experience with education, and I've gotten things out of it. Um, but interestingly enough, through it, I also met a lot of other decolonized educators as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was really my first introduction to abolition, abolition, prison abolition. Um, you know, understanding how these systems work and how all these different ligaments intertwine and things like that. Um, and, uh, I, I, if there's anything in that, it, it has also explained why these systems are so difficult to challenge Mm -hmm. because they are so complex and they are so intertwined with Mm -hmm. so many other things Mm -hmm. to the point where I can understand where, you know, people tune out or, you know, it's, it's, it's too complicated to understand if you don't have enough time behind it. Um, you know, what I want to do in 2021 is I want to become a better educator so we can break those barriers down and get more people involved to uplift and support the things we're working on, but also uplift and support black joy, Mm. you know, uplift our community, uplift people in our community that are marginalized in order for all of us to take a breather. I mean, God damn y'all like we're doing all this in the (laughs) middle of a pandemic on top of it too. Like this would be a difficult thing to, to pursue and try to take on. Even if, you know, we didn't have to be constantly wearing masks and social distance and all that other stuff, you know? Oh, I, I think for me, you know, that that becoming a better educator um, is is a way for me to give back, but also a way for me to uh, look back at what I've done and, and make sure that, you know, at the end of 2021, when I'm looking back at, you know, what I what I accomplished, that I can be really proud to know that I accomplished putting that same intentionality and work into myself and knowing that that those fruits of my labor also helped people around me, helped my community. Beautiful, beautiful. What about you, Knox? Oh, I'm going to get me a new grill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I heard those are actually very difficult to maintain. Like, 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, you got to, like, like people don't actually recognize, like, how much cleaning actually goes into oh, it and all that other metal, stuff. that. Don't yeah. fuck up your mouth. Yeah. I mean. Because they be nasty as hell out here already. Mm-hmm. Don't blame the grill. <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> go see that dentist. You was going to have to go see somebody about that already. Oh, my dish. oh man. <laughs> you take care of your teeth impeccably, actually. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I do a lot of work on my teeth. <laughs> That's yeah, fair. It's, That's fair. It's intense. Oh, I'll be excited to go to the dentist and all that. But nah, Jay going to get a grill, too. Hey, well get one too, I'm getting Kim. all slugs too. Fucking fight me. All slugs, <laughs> top and bottom. Top I and love bottom, you. And I slugs. felt threatened just then. That's a great vibe. <laughs> yeah. If I get uh, some girls, I'm gonna just get a bottom, but I want them to have like some little like underbite incisors. What are you talking uh, about? Fangs. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I am not allowing it. You look like a bulldog. <laughs> really? Just... <laughs> I'm not gonna let you fucking cyber bully me out of my no, dreams for 2021. No, I will not bully you, but I will not make eye contact with you. I'm not holding eye contact with the fangs. Fine. That's fine. Nah, That's we gonna, fine. We're gonna go through STL grills. Shout Blink out. Wow. Shout out. Shout, nah, but for real. Uh nah, uh manifesting. That isn't a grill. I mean, I've been no, doing... a grill could you could absolutely have a grill <laughs> on your oh, list. No, but that's with this that. black joy. No, no, I'm for... doing that. I'm cool. doing that. But that's not really a manifestation because I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, I wish All that would the happen. Manifestations you know will be done. See, you're still thinking about it in the you gotta hey, switch over. I'm new to it, this manifestation. Yeah, we try to help you, brother. We gonna get him there. Throw that pebble out want there. I know that you gonna go get the pebble. Man, it's gonna happen. Because the pebble starts with you. Throw it out and then you go get it. That's manifestation. See, the thing is, my teeth are different now. I always thought it was more like a snowball. I can't wear my old ones. I got to get a new one. But you said what? I thought I always thought of manifestations more like a snowball. Can you say that rock analogy one more time? Yeah. So manifestation is like picking up a rock. And this is symbolizes the thing that you want. Because you've got to realize that if you'd get to that thing you want, it was already within you. So it's recognizing that what it is that you're after is already within you. And you're simply going to do go on the journey of taking what's within you actualizing it, putting it in front of you, and then making your way to it. I am, um, I am, uh, like, real <laughs> sense. Peaceful warrior. Like. <laughs> nah, this is straight <laughs> from the book of nigga J. <laughs> <laughs> 15-6, oh. niggalations. Nah, but I've been doing a lot of preparation as far as producing, as far as engineering, as far as everything, circumventing music, and just trying to get to a point where, like, I'm completely prepared for an opportunity to pop up, and I'm just going to continue doing that until the opportunity does pop up. I'm going to get you a new Pro Tools book. Hey, <laughs> I still That's another get... thing I think I want to manifest for you for yeah. 2021. Nah, FL Dodge, this works for me, man. Absolutely. I, I, might, I might even just record on that, and I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. But uh, now nah, just getting to a point where like my, my production can reach somebody to where like I can get to a point where I'm making enough income based off of it to where I can quit my job, including like how much benefits cost and everything as far as that. So I can really like take more time to just focus on that. Cause if I'm, you know, progressing at the rate that I'm doing right now, you know, amongst everything that's going on right now, amongst trying to be involved in community and working a full-time job and, you know, taking care of a bunch of responsibilities. Absolutely. If I have all that extra free time and man, I'm unstoppable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. And a grill. I just keep picturing Jay with the old all gold slugs top and bottom with a ski mask on. <laughs> just yelling. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? Just... Uh, I I want to want to make a quick addition to this, really, especially for our listeners too. Is that um, uh, I would like us to kind of break down the difference between manifestations, goals, and dreams. 
because they're mm. all interrelated. But I think that in you order, you have to teach me that right now. I, oh. I, let, okay, I, I'll, it all I'll start. The same. Jay, like I would love for you to be able Basically to be anonymous. like. To I mean, <clears throat> like because at least for to me, me it, they're yeah. all very connected, and it one is dependent on the other. Manifestation. You can dream, okay, dreaming, you can do all day long. You can just dream and dream and dream and dream and dream. If you don't manifest that dream and turn that dream into a goal, like you can't, you've got to dream it in order to manifest it, in order to make it a goal, in order to actualize it. That's how I see that kind of process going. But I feel like they're so interwoven that if you have dreamed you can actualize. And oh, people, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. So it's like dream, dreams are the idea. Yes. Goals are like the steps to get them to mm-hmm. get there. And then manifestation is the actualization of it. So yes. it's like, yes. all right, that makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ladder. So like now that we got that, <laughs> uh, what do we what what's the 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 dream is a grill. <laughs> the next goal is I don't know we can start small let's figure out like what kind of grill let's figure out how you know slugs what are we what are we doing here oh I'm doing open face rose gold on the bottom and then I'm gonna do some you on the top know. With he's some, a pro with this some... he's a pro with this <laughs> that's the thing but when you give yourself that opportunity it's only with black people I've had this conversation about manifestation because low-key white people love it they're like manifest it Bring it into your <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I wish see. we had a camera so you yeah, could fucking can see, see this dance changes. It's a like, lot going on. Happen, like, just look like a whole ass thing. Like, they don't realize they're privileging that. They don't realize that black people or like that white people are like, dream it and it'll be true. Like, put it on a coffee cup. If you bitch, build it, they will it. come. Exactly. And it's like, oh, that's nice man. and all your privilege and everything. But like, um, my nigga ass did not understand. Um, and it's really only when I'm speaking with black people that it's like they give themselves the most practical dreams to have. And I understand where that comes from. And I'm rooted in that, too. I'm a very practical for- person because of my circumstance and my existence. But it's getting people. That's part of my manifestations for the year. Getting black people to say, I actually do in, in the terms of equity in the real world we're living in. I, I do need Luxury, and I'm not talking about that material whitewashed bullshit. I'm talking about the time to be a present parent, that luxury, the time to really be what it is that you want to be and how it is that you want to be, and not have these usual factors stacked against you be so present. How is it that we remove those in in our liberation and in our joy and really getting into that space? So, well, especially for Black folks, you know, we've had. We've had so many of those liberties stripped away where even the concept of a of a luxury is something that absolutely is at, at its core rooted in humanness. It's rooted in the ability. I mean, you talked about this on the on the radio show, KVRU 105.7 FM. Listen to well, it on FM. Uh, but you were talking about it on the, on the radio show where it was, you know, we. We have had so much taken from us. To the point where we have had to learn survival. Mm. But where manifesting is so incredibly powerful, especially for the black community and for fostering black joy, is it's creating the steps for us to get to where we need to go. Yeah. Where we're thrive, allowed exactly not survive. to get outside of just the box of the only things that we're able to, to commit energy to is to our trauma or to what things we need to put into for our liberation. Uh, but in the middle there, there has to be room 
and a supported room for our humanness, for our ability to feel that full spectrum of emotions, to be that engaged mother, to, to go get a motherfucking grill because I want a motherfucking grill. Period. Hey. You know? It's, and all of those things are absolutely more than just valid. They are things that we deserve because we've put in so much hard work and just survival that, and our ancestors have put in so much hard work and survival where, motherfucker, if we manifest it, like, and that's the thing. Black people always go and get it. I, that's so amazing to me. Like, we've manifested that our collective need for survival has become say, this survival. manifestation exactly. of just of, of going and getting what it is we see for ourselves and going through far more than someone else goes through just to get that same thing. Wow. Like, what an experience. And it, I feel like that gives you a lot of tools. And if we apply those same tools for survival to our thriving you see something really beautiful. So I was curious about y'all, like what are some of the tools that you're using and putting in your toolkit to actualize all the shit that you be here talking about, dreaming up all this business? How we getting the grill, Bob? Oh, oh, <laughs> back to the grill. Yep, my hit a lick. Go give me a grill. But nah. <laughs> I gotta fix this. Hold up. All right, I'm there. I'm there. I'm not there. Oh. It's a mess. You manifest a boom mic. I'm down here now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to adjust my mic. Y'all can't see me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Go on now. Um, Like studying, but really studying to the point that like I'm making, I'm making studying into a routine to where like, you know, every morning I spend X amount of time looking on things that are like maybe political or things that I'm just educating myself on things that are, uh, you know, working towards black liberation. And then I, I I spend the second half of my morning like uh, doing research on things that interest me. Like I'm a big history and science nerd and I just look up that stuff and see how it all ties in together and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, towards the later part of the day, I'm working on music and just like keeping that routine going so I give my mind a break to like enjoy these things that, that I like. really helps. And then also stay in touch with what's going on and then also separating myself from everything that's going on and working on music just keeping that routine going and going and going. That's a really, really good tool to, you know, keeping my spirits up, keeping me happy, which is at a point I'm at right now. Um, the blessing uh, to be able to, you know, create that space for myself and at this point in time, because I never really had a space like that to do that. And now I'm in a really solid foundational space with a good support around me and, you know, involved in, in people around me and people around me are involved in what I'm doing. And it's, it's uh, it's really empowering, and uh, it's just getting me to a point where I, I'm, I feel like I'm so close to my best, but I know there's so much more to go. But it just feels so good, you know. Absolutely, brother. Yeah, for for me, um, you know, becoming a better educator, uh, starts with I have to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, and and <laughs> uh, <for real. laughs> and like. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'm a black man and I've been a black man since day one. Mm-hmm. So I understand a lot of things from just experience. I think there's too much discredit of experience when it comes to educational spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the at the same core, I also recognize that my black experience is drastically different from the black experience of of other people, not just in my community, but across anywhere that yeah. I might be able to speak to in any capacity. Uh, and so in order to talk to them and to talk about even non-black people that they are in proximity to, uh, it means I have to 
read up and study up more and, and, and uh, especially reach out and I'm not going to say interview, but, but hear more stories from people that in communities that I'm trying to learn from, mm-hmm. you know, if there's, if there's anything that's been integral in, in being a, a conducive educator, it's, it's knowing not just what you're talking about, but you know, that's even something I learned from you, Jay, of like, you know, when you did the self-care day, at Calan, mm-hmm. it was that first step was like, what do y'all need? It was asking yeah. questions. It was like getting to know, um, you know, the people that you're, that you're trying to be in proximity to getting to know, like, what are the things that are on their day to day in order to make sure that when you're educating, when you're helping, when you're providing space, when you're doing those things that happen, when you reach out, um, that you're doing it effectively and you're doing mm-hmm. it in a way mm-hmm. where you're actually uh, manifesting the shit that you're trying to from the point of doing it. <laughs> we need a soundboard. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. Oh, but not. It's like, it's like all that information that you have and then you can just have a conversation with somebody or just see one piece of information that just makes it connect. Yeah, because the whole so point. It's like you know that there's an issue yeah. um, with the homeless community in Seattle or you know across America, across everywhere. Yeah. Um, And you know that there's a need for some help there and then like having that piece of input from Jay saying, this is how you do it. Then that just puts all that information together for you. Now you have the tools to, exactly. to right. do, to do and, it yourself. And, and you know, I think that the, the beauty of this too is when you manifest things for yourself, usually that also, those fruits of your labor are also fruits of the labor of your community too. Mm-hmm. Those things always circle back. Mm-hmm. So black folks, when you invest in your joy, when you protect your joy, when you when you do those things that that uplift your joy and manifest the things that you're working towards so they become realities, you're uplifting not only yourself, but your community, too. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautifully powerful thing. So much of decolonized education is not having answers. I feel like in formal education, it's about having the answer, having a resolution And so much of decolonized education is not having the answer, but having more strategic questions. Um, And I know that a lot of people think I am able to do what I do because I've accumulated some crazy wealth of knowledge. And it's partially the work of sitting down with text, with books, with notes, stories, with writing notes, with all that. But the other part of it um, is really listening, 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 and listening because all of this stuff has happened before. We're not really uncovering new ground, but how can we uncover new ground then? There it was. There was an example of it. You start asking the questions that didn't get asked to the same things that are being said. Mm -hmm. So the houseless community, they're like, we're houseless, we're houseless. And people have responded to that with answers that are supposedly educated over and over again. Well, we're going to push them out this way. Well, we're going to strip away this from them. We're going to create laws that do that. All of these things, none of it. So what? none of it answered anything. It didn't resolve the issue of houselessness. So obviously the wrong questions were asked. You know, it's like pulling up to the scene of a crime being like, so what did you have for lunch today? That's not going to help in resolving the crime that has been committed in a lot of these cases. So in a lot of these things, it's really mm-hmm. getting based in how you ask questions and Mm -hmm. the many different answers that come. And it gives you this realization where it's like, oh, there won't ever be one answer for this. It's going to require so many different versions of this sentiment, this general response and the validation of that response 
that that literally creates it. And in mm-hmm. a way, we're kind of following that dream manifestation, actualized yeah. process of, you know, you dream up the questions that you want to ask. You manifest these conversations by doing that dream work of asking and then you're actualizing the experience in those conversations and by producing that. So it, I guess le- there's lesson one in your speak off. <laughs> I was just going to say, I just got to put on some motherfucking game. Hey. Yeah. Is just, Appreciate that, Jay. Um, Thank you. Is, is really be okay with not, when someone comes to you with those questions, because I get people asking me questions a lot and they wait for me to respond or expect me to respond with some cited answer. And I tend to just have way more questions about what even formulated that question. And within that, we've got answers and more questions. And that gives us the dialogue to keep going. And I think that's brilliant because it breaks down, you know, those complicated ligaments like I was talking about. Yep. Because when you're talking about race, people get stopped. That's what you'll see happen. Well, it's not possible because I didn't own slaves. Conversation, boom, ends. All these like really abrupt stopping points. And we haven't had the patience because it's so triggering on both sides. I don't understand you. You don't understand me. We don't get to a place of understanding ever. We stop at those spaces. The question is, how is it that we are living? You know, you you keep pushing on those points. So if the question comes forward, it's like, I can't be racist because, you know, whatever reason. It's it's okay. How is it that we understand the word racism? Let's start. Let's start there. And then let's understand how that applies. and, And really breaking those things down. Because once you guys have similar terminology, once we're using verbiage that is associated and in context, these pathways become possible. When you can say to someone, no, you didn't own a slave and didn't directly hurt me. I wasn't your slave, but I haven't experienced the fullness, even with, though we all have human struggle, I haven't experienced the fullness or the access in the same way that you have. And this asking of, how is it that I make myself more human to you? It's being able to say things like, it hurts to know generally, if you and I went and applied for the same job right now, you would get paid more than I would generally. That's hurtful, not just to my financial status, to my communal status, to my ability to survive and articulate. It's hard for me to sit in the same space with you and have conversations and feel connected because I know that you are being monetarily valued higher than I am for the same type of work. I could even be producing more work and not be valued at that. This creates difficulty in our ability to connect. How is it, do, do you see that happening in my reality? Or where is it that this is happening for you? Really asking questions that open up dialogue rather than give you some concise conclusion, I think is, is connective tissue for uh, some of the racial tensions that we have. And even in when we're discussing, you know, this episode is all about black joy. That that conversation amongst the black community has been really short as well. Like I was saying, people, black people, we dream in a really practical way. I mean, very short form dreams. It's it's part of figuring out how to ask ourselves those questions. Why am I holding myself back from the best parts of life? Why am I not allowed to experience this? And if I'm understanding that I have to empower myself and I've got to take, if that's the one piece of information I have right now, I've got to take back my power what is it that I can do to start that process? What does it look like? One step, you know? So a lot a lot more questions, a lot more questions and answers. Thank you, Jay. Uh, you know, I still want to hear more about, you know, what those steps look like for you, for you manifesting your 2021. Yeah, I'd be learning a lot from you. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, me. Honestly, my, 
big thing for 2021 is I've got to be way more accountable for myself and do a lot more reflection. Um, I've kind of gained like this name where people really think I'm like, I, I hold people accountable and like this and that and the third. And really like, no, I just see some fuck shit and I'm like, this is, this is some fuck, fuck shit. shit. This is sus. Right. Yeah. Is anyone else getting this energy? This is, this is why this is where it comes. But the real work is not looking at other people. I'm far less interested in that way more hoping that people become accountable. And I'm going to set myself as the example by being accountable. One really small example that I've come up with lately of, of something I'm going to discuss on one of my lives, probably um, these educational lives that I do for people and myself online, where we're just learning and learning and kind of looking at things. One of them is the fact that I'm always talking about how we're in a majority white city in Seattle. It's just a small example. And then we move on. But, uh, and I didn't realize, and I've been reflecting on this, how much of, I was playing a part in being an erasure of black people that are here. We are here. And though we are not the majority, we are here. Mm -hmm. We are in Mill Creek. But like one of the episodes that we did where I was like, well, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to talk about Mill Creek. Ain't nothing going on. <laughs> there are black people in Mill Creek. There are black people in Lake Stevens. There are black people in these areas. And in order for us not to be erased, voices like mine need to make sure that we are acknowledging, uplifting, and really expanding the space, even though we're not the majority, to to really com commit and cement that we are here. So that's something I have to come on live and be accountable for and say, like, I've been talking to you all as if we don't exist. And we do. I'm yeah. here. You're here. You're here. And this is part of the oppressor's thing is to really make us feel with these words, majority, you're a minority, this and that, like we're isolated and we're so small and in this little box and we're pushed out to the outskirts. No, you know, we are here and we are thriving in so many ways. More black businesses have opened this year. Like more black businesses are thriving than other. More people are figuring out. I just got my business license. Like, whoa, things hey. are happening. So it's really taking <clears throat> accountability in that way and saying like, instead of we are not being seen, we're not here. These are the people who are making themselves seen. These are the people who are putting themselves out there regardless of whether they even feel or are seen or not. And finding that within my community and weeding that out and uplifting it and bringing it to the forefront. Because mm -hmm. the only way that we stay in history in a positive way, in a way that's real for us and we don't, we're not allowed for it to be revised or something that's, you know, taken from us or misconstrued is if we're making it ourselves. Yep. Um, so, yep. so empowering, in, empowering that and, and really being accountable to myself. How is it that I'm talking about myself? That's why I'm starting really with like, I have to have better self-esteem and shit like that because I then need to turn around to my community and be like, we've got to talk better about ourselves. We've got to feel better about ourselves. We've got to do things that's better for that's ourselves. That's that exact when you invest in yourself, your community benefits too. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, mm -hmm. I, I also think it's, it's important in there that self-accountability, especially for our listeners too, self-accountability is a form of self-love. Self-accountability... Mm -hmm. Holding yourself accountable for, you know, the same standards that you hold others to or for the standards that you think should be there in the first place, regardless, holding yourself to those standards is an act of growth, an act of bettering yourself. And I think there are way too many people that look at it and dismiss it as a, a sign of weakness or hypocrisy rather than a moment to stop, realize what's going on and make a better change about it. So, Jay, it brings me a lot of joy to hear that. And, and that's definitely... God, you put me on so much fucking game today. <laughs> oh, <me. laughs> For real. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, If you guys do want to check out any of, like, 
Jaden's lives and decolonized educations that she does. It's on Soul Type Child, S O L S O U L T Y P E Child. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, on Instagram. On Instagram <laughs> and on Twitter too. But, you know, yeah. shout out. Also, uh, yet again, whenever black folks are educating you, motherfucking pay them. Hey. Pay them hey. uh, that same at for Instagram. It's the same for Venmo and Cash App, too. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, how much y'all pay them fucking professors that tuition? They exactly. don't teach you shit um, you <laughs> that know, you just got to unlearn later. I'm doing it at a discounted price, but it's not that. for long. That's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> that nigga discount right now. <laughs> get these lessons, no. Yeah. I'm playing with you, but really, I'm not playing with you. Play, pay black people. Stop fucking with our wallets like that because y'all big tripping. Like, you learned so much from us. You guys have learned how to two-step, walk around, not looking crazy as a motherfucker. And you still Put fucking up the electric slide. Sense. Man, you know what's crazy? Listen to some music that actually slaps. Like, we've given you a lot. We was <laughs> okay. talking. We gave you country music. We was talking about, like... <laughs> Which is not our highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is our highlight. Okay. If it's black, it's our highlight. Go ahead, Doc. Leave it to camera. Oh, man, what's I finna say? Uh, oh, no, I was just talking about... On a different episode, we was talking about black culture and black influences and stuff and how, like, words just always end up I noticed something today is like we like black people started, you know, this person's canceled yeah. and which turned into the cancel culture. And now I'm like seeing political figures and stuff using the term cancel culture. And it's like you motherfuckers, you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't even speak like this. Niggas mm-hmm. say something else like oh, we uh, retired that person. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, retired? Don't speak. Like, don't let be careful, bro. That might be the new one. <laughs> right? I know. We said that nigga to early retire. retirement. We can't <laughs> have anything for ourselves. But that, I'm actually, that's not true. Because, <laughs> actually, this is about to get real dark. <laughs> let's oh, cover it. Let's, let's, let's cover it because we talk about black joy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we, this is a long episode. I'm cut off. I'm cut it's off. like a long episode. 2021. Manifest. Yo, motherfucking dreams. Absolutely. And make hey, them... your manifest... <laughs> this nigga, we'll, I'm we'll, we'll, we'll get up there. Okay. We'll get up there. Go back talking. to that ladder analogy. That was the closest you <laughs> yeah, got All right. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Uh, this is... Uh, they say... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you give us our clean outro, please? It, is, <laughs> please. it has been The Revolution Will Be Harmonized. Black Joy Part 2. Also, keep in mind, we're going to be talking about Black Joy a lot more often. Because we're going to make it a regular thing because, like, talking about all this shit with y'all, low-key, high-key, be heavy as shit. Like, yeah. every couple episodes, Probably black like people just need to be like, eh, like, this is what makes me happy. So, like, yeah, we're going to come with, like, new topics and stuff. And if you guys, like, have any topics circumventing, uh, circumventing, that's the word I'm looking for, <laughs> Black Joy, <laughs> now just go ahead and hit us up on Instagram. Revolution will be harmonized. Send some suggestions, y'all. Please, yeah. Absolutely. Um. But uh, but especially 2021, black folks, if you're listening, now's the time to dream big and then start putting the pieces together so those dreams become goals and those goals become manifestations because you deserve it. Mm. This has been The Revolution Will Be Harmonized with Jaden Grayson, Stay Safe Knox, and Cameron Lobby Jones from King Youngblood. We out, motherfuckers. Peace. Bye, hey, nigga. Now time for some music. <laughs> Thank you.
Like Razzy, B2K in the stereo, we juke in the backseat, or juke in the basement. In love with my case, with this feel like jumping in the pool, and I'm knowing I can't swim. Ooh, you about to get your ass beat for stealing that twenty dollars? Like baby, just ask me. Mama said she loved, loved, loved us. When the lights was off, we had to stay with cousins. Granny at the BBQ with Pitty as husband. Summertime, city lights, shot town, my town, my town. After school matters, like I'm needing that stipend right now. Can the cup parking lot got caught with the blunt, like wow, wow. Run, run, run. Mama say come home before the street lights do. Ice cream on my front porch and my new food, boo, and my A1s too. Watching my happy block, my whole neighborhood hit the diddy It's all like growing out my clothes With stars in my pocket, dreaming about making my hood glow This sound like every place I would go If I could fly This 
feel like every summertime Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go And every one of them feels so close Still chasing time And I am not a star, I am a meteor On a crash course towards Earth Across the cosmos versus Perseus To the father of his birth To tell the truth that I'm his real son Get blocked, I'm a built one Get blocked, I'm a built two Hope that you see it's a staircase Still pray for a fair day Where they give a fair race To the male Nate and the Dogons And the essays and the fair face Keith H when I pill paint Rain bars with a pink blue And a sea foam type of green hue Make a clear space Stop overreacting, it's past my curfew and my after six Happily making my accident, mama gon' whoop on my ass again Pray that I'm making my way before eight and I might have to sneak in the back again Hope that memorial traffic in, hope that she's stopping for gas again Girl, I just wanna relax again, pray you gon' bring this shit back again Pray you gon' bring this shit back again, I know Like I'm home before the street lights do Ice cream on my front porch and my new Football and my A1s too Watching my happy block, my whole neighborhood hit the ditch. This I like growing out my clothes The stars in my pocket dreaming about making my hood glow This sound like every place I would go if I could fly This feel like every summertime Fall asleep dreaming about all the places I could go And every one of them feels so close Still chasing time Watching my happy Tired of running away 
you make your way back, you make the same mistakes. And I only worry now that your time's running low. Four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. Yeah. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always dressing. I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say, take a chill, B But fuck that shit, there's a nigga trying to kill me I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating a joint for traps Taking my telephone for text I'm staring at the woman on the corner It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on ya I make big money, I drive big cars, everybody know me It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night Something ain't right I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights Is it that fool that I ran off the block? Or is it that nigga last week that I shot? Or is it the one I beat for $5,000? Thought he had cane, but it was gold, met a flower Reached under my seat, grab a popper for the suckers Ain't no use to the line, I was scared of than a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and bailed out quick If it's going down, let's get this shit over with Then they come, just like I figured I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger. When I saw him, make your ass start giggling. Three black crippling crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning, I'm in service. Praying for forgiveness. And trying to find an exit out the business. I know the Lord is looking at me. 
But yet and still it's hard for me to feel happy I often drift when I drive Having fatal thoughts of suicide Bang and get it over with And then I'm worry free But that's bullshit I got a little boy to look after And if I die then my child will be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me it seemed like she was down to get me She helped me out in this shit But to me she was just another bitch Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. Me and Ghetto Boys are trick-or-treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured. But this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. Dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. Goddamn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me.